Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. I have been on a diet now. This is my, oh my goodness, this is the fifth day. People, it's not pretty. All I need is some chocolate and then life will just seem a lot better. But sadly, this diet does not include chocolate. Um, It includes things that are far from chocolate and far from pleasant. And so far, the net result of me fasting myself is that I have put weight on. How is this even possible? I do not understand. So can I tell you, I am this close to jacking it all in and going back on on the chocolate diet, which seemed to work very well for me. Anyway, there we go. Uh, What else is happening? Pantomime rehearsals are carrying on at a pace. Um, Apparently tonight we will get to see the cupboard for the first time. Uh, The cupboard forms a major part of one scene and has to contain, well, I don't want to give the game away, but it has to contain people, shall I say that? A number of, I won't go into any more detail, but I believe the construction has been significant and uh, the Eiffel Tower's got nothing on this. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the cupboard and uh, just uh, (laughs) seeing how it all works. That should be some fun. I can imagine I will have broken the diet by then, but never mind. We will see. We will see. Right. I've got some really good books to talk to you about today. Some different ones, some thought provoking ones, all different sorts. Um, And the first is a graphic novel. Now, this book is called Bad Island by Stanley Donwood. And um, I was very kindly contacted by the publishers and they said, would I like to receive a copy it's um actually published by an imprint of penguin books called hamish hamilton and this book bad island stanley donwood is extraordinary there are no words in this and there is no color it's a series of black and white drawings and you it made me think because what is a book with no words in it Well, this book shows you what you can achieve with no words at all. Um, It's quite incredible. It's it's a book that I would say is more for adults. Not that it has adult content, but the conclusions you draw when you're reading it and the sort of way it makes you think about 
how we run our lives and the environment and all sorts of things. I would say that's more for a sort of a YA adult persuasion, that sort of approach. But um, I don't want to say too much about it. Just get a, get a copy of this. It's one that you could consume within a... Oh, and now my watch has just made a very loud noise. Breaking news. I don't want breaking news. I'm going to stop that immediately. And I can only apologise for the awful new noise. There we go. Um, so I was saying that this is a book that you can consume within um, a very short period of time or you could spend a long time really going over it. And I would say for me, I read it initially very quickly, very quickly, but I found myself going back and looking again at some of the pictures and just reassuring myself and just picturing, finding different elements in each picture that I hadn't spotted um, when I first read it. It's an extraordinary book um, and uh, it's... Uh, let, let me read you the blurb that's the because it's just hard to say so bear with um okay here we go a wild seascape a distant island a full moon gradually the island grows nearer until we land on a primeval wilderness rich in vegetarian and huge strange beasts time passes and things do not go well for the island civilization rises as towers of stone and metal and smoke choking the undergrowth and the creatures who once move through it. This is not a happy story, and it will not have a happy ending. Um, as I say, it, it's a very thought-provoking book on our reality. Um, it's, uh, it just makes you think about our history, our geography, the care of our planet. It's quite extraordinary. And as I say, the fact that it's got no words in and no colour if you hadn't got it in front of you, you might think well what what does that make it but it just shows that a book for me is about a story and whether you have words whether you have colors in the pictures if the story is there and presented in a compelling way then that's a good book for me so yeah I really enjoyed that one Bad Island Stanley Donwood um, thoroughly recommend it something very different uh, so who would like it I think anyone who's prepared to just step away from the very traditional book um, that you m might pick up in a supermarket or hear about on a 10 books you should read list anyone who uh, has an open mind and um, willing to consider a different style and get so much from it and be rewarded from that um, what makes the book stand out? I would say just that it is so different, that it really makes you think about the message of the book, about the world we live in, but also the message of what, how that book becomes so good, what makes it so good, and purely down to the, the artist, Stanley Donwood, incredible. So that was very good. Now, I mentioned in my last podcast that I just started to read The Babysitter by Phoebe Morgan, and I am pleased to be able to tell you that I have finished this book. It comes out on the 28th of May, and I thought it was really good, really enjoyed it. So what is it? Um, 
well, Caroline Harvey is found dead in Suffolk on the hottest day of the year, her limp body awkwardly draped over a cot and the baby she was looking after is nowhere to be seen. Hundreds of miles away, Siobhan Dillon's holiday on the French coast comes to an abrupt end when her husband Callum is arrested on suspicion of murder and her perfect family is torn apart. But is Caroline as innocent as she seems? Or has she been hiding a secret of her own? What really happened that night and where is the baby? Now, uh, Phoebe Morgan is an editor and she's written other books as well. I haven't read her other books and I think I'm going to have to because this girl can write. Clearly being an editor, she knows exactly what works and what doesn't. Uh, the book doesn't waste any time. It's got a brilliant story, lots of hooks, lots of pace. And I think it's going to be um, extraordinary when it comes out in May. I think there's going to be a lot of talk about it. And if you uh, see it somewhere in a bookshop, wherever you are, the babysitter, I think, and you like a good sort of thrillery crime suspense. Um, and, and one that you, when I say it's not taxing, that sounds like it's a negative. It is taxing that you think trying to work out who, who has done it, but it's written so confidently and capably that it just, you sit down, you open the book and that's it, you, you're consumed by it. So yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um, so who would like it? Anybody that is into um, a thriller. At the beginning, it reminded me a little bit of The Holiday by T.M. Logan, but I didn't enjoy that one so much. This one I really did. And it's not, actually, as it develops, it's not like that at all. It just reminded me of it a little bit to begin with. Um, and what makes it stand out is the, the confidence of how it's been written. It's just super, doesn't waste a word. Um, the characters, the sort of believable yet different scenario the story finds itself in <clears throat> excuse me um just a really good read nine nine and a half out of ten it's a top scorer for me um very good so the next book i'm going to talk to you about is called fence now you may have heard me talk about fence before because there are a number in the series this is volume three um, and I thought that the next volume that I needed to read didn't come out until June, but actually volume three is now available and I've just got to wait now for volume four. So Fence is written by a combination. And now I love the, I'm not even going to pronounce these names right, but I'll try. C.S. Pacat, Johanna the Mad. I already like the sound of that person. And uh, Joanna Lafuente. It is a graphic novel. Oh, my throat, what's going on? Oh, I really hope I'm not ill. Excuse me. You see, this is what happens when you don't have chocolate. You get coughs, you get sore throats. It's not good. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to stop this awful diet, especially if I'm putting weight on. I know I'm going on about this, but what is the point of torturing yourself and putting weight on? It just seems wrong. This happens to me every time I go on a diet. Maybe the, the, the conclusion of that is never diet again. Sounds blissful. Anyway, back to the book, Philippa, back to the book. So Fence is a graphic novel. Um, it's, it's an easy read. It's about um, fencing, obviously, uh, a specialist school that has a fencing team and how the tryouts are for this team and how everybody wants it. It's pitting two main characters, two young boys against each other. Who's going to get in? What's going to happen? Um, it's a good read. I didn't enjoy it as much as the other ones in the series. I'll probably give it a seven, seven and a half out of ten. 
But of course, I am going to go and buy the next one when it comes out because I want to find out what happens. But I, I, I suppose that's a bit of a warning that when you get into books like this, um, they can be a very expensive exercise because they're not they're not cheap. The books can be about £10 each. You can read them quite quickly and they're a part of a series. So if you are wanting to commit to it, it's not just the cost of that first book, it's the cost of all of the books involved. Um, now, someone's told me about an app that you can get graphic novels um, on your phone, on your devices, much more cheaply and legitimately as well, which sounds interesting, but I'm not sure what the experience of that would be like. Um, particularly as I like to read these graphic novels in the bath and I don't want to drop my phone in the bath. That would not be good and that would certainly not be economical, would it? So, um, it, who would like this book? Someone who's into graphic novels, who likes a series, who is experienced in fencing or wants to learn. I certainly learnt a lot about it as I've been reading these books. Um, what makes it stand out? Well, with this third one in the series, I don't think it does stand out as much. I think it's just uh, it's just dragging the story out a little bit, if you know what I mean. Um, but uh, you would like it if uh, if a graphic novel is your sort of thing. Um, the illustrations are lovely. The story is the story is good. It just needs a bit more in it but maybe that's that's my fault because I like to read a lot of thrillers and crime where you do have the pace so maybe shame on me for saying that but that's Fence so I've read that one. Um, now I'd like to talk to you about a book called Agency. Um, this is available now, it's written by William Gibson um, and I mentioned it in a previous podcast when I was saying about the books to look out for this year. So San Francisco 2017, Clinton's in the White House, Brexit never happened and Verity Jane's got herself a new job. They call Verity the app whisperer and she's just been hired by a shadowy startup to evaluate a pair of glasses come digital assistant called Eunice. Only Eunice has other ideas. Pretty soon, Verity knows that Eunice is smarter than anyone she's ever met, conceals some serious capabilities and is profoundly paranoid, which is just as well, since suddenly some bad people are after Verity. Meanwhile, in a post-apocalyptic London, a century from now, PR fixer Wilf Netherton is tasked by an all-seeing policewoman, Ainsley Lobier, with interfering in the alternative past in which Verity and Eunice exist. It appears something nasty is about to happen there, and fixing it will require not only Eunice's unique human AI skill set, but also a little help from the future. A future that Verity soon fears may never be. It's a gorgeous looking book, first of all. Love the colours, love the cover of it. Um, and I enjoyed it. Now, some people won't enjoy it because um, it's written in... Uh, it's not an aggressive style. It doesn't take any prisoners. Um, it's not handed out like baby food. Um, it's just set up beautifully. But he's a demanding writer and he expects a lot from his readers. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I would just say, while this is a super book, great story, very compelling. And I love the use of AI and intelligence, all that sort of thing. Um, just read the first page or two just to make sure that you're comfortable with the style. That way you won't be disappointed um, because this isn't a book for every single person, but 
that the per the people that this is for will love it it's uh, it's extraordinary love the concept love the delivery and love the style um i'd give it a good eight out of ten um and uh, certainly one to be watching from now on i'm going to have my eye on william gibson and i'm going to be looking out for more of his books so um you would like it if you're interested in sort of technological thrillers about the future and also how that might impact on the now or the past um if you like something a little quirky a little different um and you don't want to be just spoon fed a story then then this is the book for you. So that was very good. And I've got one final book. And this was another one I had just started or was into um, in my last podcast. And this is called Sleeping Giants by Sylvain Nouveau. I listened to it on audiobook. It's part of a series. Um, and it's great because it's actually you've got quite a few different actors in the audiobook. So it's more of a much more of a drama feel. Um, so it's uh, about a girl, D uh, Deadwood, USA, a girl sneaks out just before dark to ride her new bike. Suddenly the ground disappears beneath her. Waking up at the bottom of a deep pit, she sees an emergency rescue team above her. The people looking down see something far stranger. That girl grows up to be Dr. Rose Franklin, a brilliant scientist and the leading world expert on what she discovered. An enormous, ornate hand made of an exceptionally rare metal, which predates all human civilization on the continent. An object whose origins and purpose are perhaps the greatest mystery humanity has ever faced. Solving the secret of where it came from and how many more parts may be out there could change life as we know it. But what if we were meant to find it? And what happens when this vast global puzzle is complete? So the pretty soon on, you discover uh, what the, what this girl is, has fallen into, this pit that she's fallen into, and what everyone is looking at. And that, for me, was quite extraordinary. It really got me interested. And I thought, this is something so different. As I've said before, I love sci-fi, but I can't always get into it because sometimes... I find it hard to visualise, which is why I tend to watch sci-fi films rather than read the books. My own fault, but that's how it is. This book, I didn't need that. I could visualise it very easily. Um, and I like the story. I like how it developed. I was aware that this was the sort of the setup book for the follow-on in the series. Um, but they're well written. And by the sound of things, book two and three are even better. Whereas often you find certainly book two it has a bit of a slump and then maybe picks it up for book three. So I'm very intrigued to hear more. The audiobook is about eight and a half hours, so it's not too long. Um, and as I say, you've got all these different actors in. So it's much more interesting. It keeps you listening and involved because the way it's presented like a drama. So um, you would like it if you, like me, are interested in sci-fi, um, but want something a little bit more grounded and something you can visualise. And what makes it stand out? I suppose because it achieves those things. It, it does actually deliver, I'd give it an eight and a half out of 10. I will be getting the next uh, audio book in the series, I'm sure, or even the uh, printed book to read. Um, so today we've had Bad Island by Stanley Donwood, The Babysitter, Phoebe Morgan, Fence by C.S. Packer and others, Agency William Gibson and Sleeping Giant Sylvain Nouveau. 
Um, which one would I rate the best out of all of those? It has to be The Babysitter by Phoebe Morgan. Um, a very close second, I would say, is Bad Island. Um, uh, and it's so different to The Babysitter, the two can't really compete. You should just get both of them. I should say Bad Island isn't out until the 13th of February. So that's one that you'd need to go into your bookshop and get them to sort of pre-order for you or have a look online, however you buy your books. Um, now, I did say I was going to talk about publishers and I did all this research and looked at all the top publishers and then I just got really disappointed because all the data I could find excludes audiobook sales, ebook sales. And I just thought this is not actually giving you anything helpful. So all I would say in conclusion, after my considerable research that I've now shelved, again, another reason not to diet, you see, um, is, as I've said before, just be aware when you're looking at books who the publisher is. If you find a few authors that you've enjoyed, see if there are any similarities in the books, in the publishers, because it might help you with future decisions. If you're thinking, oh, I don't know whether to choose this book or that book. If it's a publisher you've had quite a bit of experience with and you tend to really enjoy their books, then that might help you make that decision. But also, and again, I know I've said this before, be aware the big sort of high street bookshops are not likely to stock some of the smaller publishers and, the, and their books. And that's a crime in itself, I think. But however it is, that, that's what's happened. So it's another reason to shop at your local smaller bookshop, your independent bookshop. Um, and it's a, another reason to sort of look online. A lot of these lists, uh, unfortunately you know best books to read um, the publishers might have to pay to be considered so again I'm not saying that's with everyone but there are occasions so just don't accept the first publisher that comes to mind dig a bit deeper look at different ones and you may just discover a publisher that you really enjoy and that every book they come out with, or most books they come out with, are winners for you. And that's just great because it means you then won't need to keep doing all the research. You'll get a um, publisher that you trust more and that you get books that you really enjoy to read. And all of us just want that, don't we? We don't want to have books that aren't our thing, uh, that waste our time. Um, we want books that we love to keep our enthusiasm going. So that's that's the publisher's uh, little bit of information there. Fascinating, isn't it? Um, so I do have a listener's question. Jack, thank you very much. Jack has said he's going away on holiday. Should he take his Kindle or printed books? Oh, that's a difficult one, Jack, because I've said it before. I, I mean, Kindles are really helpful and useful. Um, and I suppose it depends on your luggage allowance. Ideally, maybe both. So the Kindle, you could store a lot of books on there, as we know. Um, other reading devices are available. Um, but it's just great to have the actual book. And it depends if you're going to be a lot more sort of action-based, water-based, uh, on the beach with sand. It's just sometimes easier to have printed book but make sure you don't take them from the library because the library don't want you to come back with sun cream and sand all over it I don't imagine unless they've got you've got a very accommodating library and then they'd be happy but so um, Jack I'd suggest a mixture of both uh, the more space you've got in your luggage the more printed ones in but 
the Kindle can work as well. So go go with what your luggage allowance t- tells you you can you can do. But yes, I am the person that takes a printed book for every day I'm away on holiday. So uh, yeah, I I can't say anything about that. Anyway, never mind. So I've got some more books to talk to you about next time. Can't wait. And I'm thinking about looking at um, some books I've had on my bookshelves for a while, why they're on there, why they deserve that place, any that I haven't read yet. Just a a bit of a chat like that. But we'll see. Who knows? Um, So you can get hold of me in all the usual ways. Instagram, Twitter, email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com and I'll be back in touch again very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.